Hi, I'm Ekta here again with another story and welcome to Spirit of Goyal. I'm at Goyal house again and Jaisa uh, ki you know this whole series has been that I've got this beautiful opportunity to have conversations with such people who are responsible for such spaces that speak to us, that give us a lot of beautiful energy, that bring a lot which, which we feel you know. मैं अक्सर ये मानती हूँ कि जब जगहों पे जाते हैं जो फील करते हैं ना उस बेस पे हमारा वहाँ पे कितना रुकना है वो डिसाइड होता है यू नो हाउ डू वी फील एंड हमसे पहले कुछ ऐसे लोग हैं जो उन खाली जगहों पे वो क्या कहती है क्या बना सकती है क्या महसूस करवा सकती है ऐसा बहुत कुछ दे फील एंड आई थिंक दे आर द ब्रेन्स बिहाइंड ऑल सच थिंग्स क्योंकि हमारे लिए तो इमारतें होती हैं जगहें होती हैं खिड़कियाँ होती हैं लेकिन वो जो कहती हैं वो ये सुनते हैं वो ये बनाते हैं So presenting to you uh, yet another brain, yet another soul, an artist at heart, and uh, I'd like to uh, say that a person who exactly knows how to build a bridge between communities and uh, structures in buildings and how they respond, you know. So I have Apurva Amin. Hello, sir. How are you? Welcome, and thank you so much for giving your precious time first. Thank you so much. I am doing very good and very happy and. Like I said in the beginning, that I'm here just to listen to you. I'm there. आपने शुरुआत में ही बताया that you wanted to be someone who just does a lot of art from your childhood because that is what you were always interested in. आपका fascination वो था that you know मुझे मुझे paint करना है, sketch करना है. Since I was a kid, yeah. Exactly. So then. If that phase I talk about and then sept happening and everything and today Apurva Amin architect that whole thing, what is something which has not changed abhi tak? I would say I mean my passion for art. Mm. I think that's a constant factor that has been kind of with me uh, ever since I was a kid. Mm. Ever since I was kind of uh, drawn towards field of art as a kid, you know. Through my drawing teacher, painting, sketching—I mean, that was my kind of—I uh, uh, would say—idea uh, of, uh, you know, if it's a career, you don't have a, you know, you don't have a clarity about what you're going to do in future, you know, when you're a kid. But I was very—I was sure that. Uh, this is something i would like to do for rest of my life and what age we are talking about this when you were this like clear this is primary yeah. i would say like you know first second standard even before that like you know i have my uh, relatives and uh, you know family friends telling me that uh, we've seen you i mean all along we've seen you just you know with a piece of paper and pencils you know doing something scribbling sketching लाइक हम बैठे तो हमको स्केच करेगा यू नो प्लांट्स एनिमल्स यू नो ऑब्जेक्ट्स सो दैट्स द मेमोरी दैट दे हैव ऑफ मी यू नो सो आई थिंक इट्स सिंस एवर सिंस आई वाज अ किड यू नो आई वाज ड्रॉन टुवर्ड्स यू नो फील्ड ऑफ आर्ट इट वाज अ पैशनेट यू नो आई हैड ऑलरेडी एस्टेब्लिश दैट पैशनेट रिलेशन विद फील्ड ऑफ आर्ट बैक देन and us waqt you were this clear that this is what i want to do ye karna hai yeah i mean uh, as i said because of this uh, obsessive uh, love for art love for art i mean 
I happen to neglect all other, uh, you know, subjects Sub academically. So I was academically, I would say I was very poor all throughout and barely managed to, you know, Pass. clear. Yeah. And the reason was that it was fit in my mind. You know, I was too sure that I All along, you know, I was very clear. Okay. I would like my, as I told you, one of my drawing teacher, a simple man who used to come on a bicycle with a khadi, kurta and uh, pajama. He was my role model. So for quite some time, I was, I wanted, I mean, he was my role model. So I wanted to become a drawing teacher. And later on, like, you know, as my ideas matured, I was exposed to, you know, the art field, you know, uh, in a broad way. I was clear that I want to become a painter. That stayed with me all along. That stayed. And that uh, is still there. The passion is still alive. And I try to uh, pursue my passion, uh, you know, through architecture. And uh, like we have a lot of uh, artists, we kind of commission them uh, artworks for our projects. And somehow I, you know, try to design, you know, architecture uh, in a way that there is a space or a place for uh, art, you know, where art would become a very integral part of architecture and not just a kind of a painting put on the wall once the architecture is done. Artwork, installation or painting or sculpture would become a part of architecture, you know, would become a very integral part of the space. That's why I said bridge. Mm. So that's the bridge you can... That is why I said you know, bridge, yeah, because that yeah. is what, when I, when I look at like more than two decades hmm. of such creations, that was the only thing that came to me while I was reading about you, that you know, there is, there is this whole thing when he's, he's, he's sort of a bridge between communities, between the city developing and, the, and, and how the creations have happened. Hmm. So that is what came to me, a bridge. Right. You agree right. with that? Uh, I mean, as I said, I never uh, analyze my work. Mm. I cannot analyze, I cannot be analytical about my work. If you ask me to, you know, ex I mean, explain my work or talk about it, mm. I may not be able to kind of do justice to that. You know, our, my expressions are purely sensorial. And, uh, but yeah, you can say so. Which was a recent place that you visited and that, that like, you know, that spoke to you or something where you felt that this, this artwork is something which it did connect to you or something. It can be anywhere in India or anywhere you traveled Lots, or... many. Recent ones that you want to talk about, anywhere you went. Recently we went to this uh, Black Buck Lodge. Ah. So the way it has been, the way it interacts and uh, has a very strong dialogue with the uh, local landscape, the local terrain, and architecture just blends. So it really, if you ask me about the recent uh, Hi, experience, recent. then I think I would like say the that. Space uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very warm, very soothing, and uh, I think that's probably I would say a very. It was amazing response to architecture. How do you look at Ahmedabad, like currently how it is, and because you have seen it growing like more than two decades and how it has been, how do you look at this city, like you know, uh, where it is going now? If we talk about its, its uh, 
the urban city development if we talk about how do you think it is doing and see currently if you speak i would say that uh, you know after working in many other metros in many other states and cities bangalore pune mp rajasthan i mean maharashtra i feel that amdavad i mean you know the kind of infrastructure that we have or that has been developed in amdavad architecture and infrastructure in general and the way cities have developed i think it's remarkable it's very very uh, you know uh, it's less chaotic and more organized so there's a vision and there's a you know uh, it's a collaboration of vision and right expressions so somehow i will feel that coincidentally we are blessed you know in amdavad i would say that we have this institute sept yeah. which was founded in uh, late uh, uh, 60s i think early 60s having sept around you know has uh, i would uh, say that it has given us uh, great references architectural references great masters like kobuzier and uh, louis kahn charles coria doshi sir so they have worked here we have work of uh, you know great masters in front of us and uh, that has been a great influence all along so overall in my opinion the architectural awareness has mm. had been very high it was lost in between i would say like you know 80s and 90s i would say uh, uh, the city was bit chaotic the development was bit chaotic and not organized but post earthquake i would say that the city has uh, again i would say the development is back on track and it's more organized more uh, user friendly and uh, yeah there's a great awareness of architecture that is why it has this whole title of mecca of yeah. architecture yeah it that is the response from people and how they are inclined towards it it is yes absolutely we are definitely blessed that ways we to are. be a part of this city yeah it's i would consider myself fortunate to be born here and for amdavad it's like you know there's a kind of a comfort level that it offers you know that it's once you're in am yeah it yeah, has yeah. a face yeah, and it's yeah, it's so yeah. beautiful it's not very fast it's not very very mellow also exactly. but it has a it has a perfect pace e- absolutely you absolutely. can have your groove it's a very very unique pulse that it has yeah. you know that uh, you know we all are so comfortable with that i think whoever would live here for a couple of years would not want to live oh, that's yeah. what i feel so apart from architecture let's hmm. let's talk about apurva i mean as an artist what what do you do are you into music do you watch movies i love music music I what music, music do you listen see, to see if you love art i mean you know you know any I'm, form I'm of art all different art forms like i don't right? i don't play any instrument yeah. or uh, i don't uh, but i love music what music do but you listen different genre like? i mean like uh, what were you listening by it here? ranges from indian classical to you know western classical and rock and you know so it's a wide range again if you love music you would love any any, any genre you can't say that uh, uh, you know you like a no no of course yeah so but you like should how, be how able to appreciate uh, any genre if you love music so uh, my parents they were uh, 
very fond of they are very fond of classic indian classical music so as a kid also i have attended concerts of bismillah khan bade gulam ali khan begum akhtar amjad ali khan allah rakha so you know it was like a the atmosphere in our house was very different you know from a morning to evening something would be playing parents would uh, invite their friends to listen to you know old records of these great masters you know uh, through the night so that has been my influence again so that was my first i would say uh, influence of music was in in classical but again as i said that as it grew the the it expanded the taste for music expanded and I think I would appreciate any any genre. Apart from music, if mm. we talk about like arts in different forms, what, where else do you do you express yourself? Do you write, or are you? I don't write. You don't write. No. Are you into I poetry? I mean, not a formal writing, but uh, you know, occasionally just I pen in few things that comes across. Of course. Don't write. So, is it is it like just the form of your expression that you know you just want to take some things out, or it is like that's architecture. Mm. That's why I have not been yourself. formally painting or yeah. sketching ever since I lost touch with uh, you know uh, this field, art. But uh, yes, I, one day I think I would like to you know start painting again. That's a I dream. I thought that is happening currently. No, it's not. Oh. No, it's not. It's just that if I come across a good artwork or a you know good uh, something which you know something, then it will give me a goosebumps, you know. Right. So it's I collect art. I uh, keep in touch with uh, you know artist fraternity. Keep attending uh, you know exhibitions, and uh, uh, whenever we travel. I don't look out for architectural, famous architectural works. You know, I always visit museums, art yes. museums. So that is something that I look forward to when we travel abroad. So, is there something that you're waiting for to take the brush again and, like, you know, get no, back to no, that? No, I don't plan. I've never planned my life. Of course. I've just drifted. I've going I with just the flow. flow with the, yes, absolutely. So yes, it'll happen someday. There's a desire, so. There it should design. happen. It, it will happen. happen. Let's manifest yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> I'm too busy right now. Too caught up with. Uh, too caught up with life. Of, uh, not life. Too caught up with work. How's your regular day like? What What does it involve? Currently, quite laid back in the sense that I, uh, the early part of the day is like I take my own sweet time to have my coffee and you know do my. Jimming and meditate, and then hit the studio by twelve thirty. So, which used to be very, which not, which wasn't the case, you know, probably ten years back. And then, yes, uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, you know, depending on the, you know. If I get engrossed with something, then uh, you know we'll be working late nights, late hours. When someone approaches you with a project, mm -hmm. what is that you look for? Like, what is that that brings out? I look for a, a, a right yes, uh, 
client, like I am very selective over the client. Mm. So, but I'm sure think there, that must I would be, there must be something which like, okay, now this should be a tick mark, that this should make me feel, because you're an artist. There, there no, uh, for that matter, like, you know, any work that is offered to you is a new challenge. Hmm. That's how I see it. But for that, to do justice to uh, the given challenge mm. and, uh, you know, uh, in order to uh, satisfy the designer within you, you need a right client, you know, that's the first prerequisite in my opinion. So, the client where, you know, you would be allowed, uh, you know, uh, generous design freedom. Creative freedom. Creative freedom, yeah. So that's very essential. Like I cannot work with the people with a very hardcore commercial mindset. So they are not my clients. After that, if I have a good client, then yes, any project is, uh, you know, is a challenge. It gives me a kick. And I try to kind of, uh, you know. Let's talk about best. the Goyal House itself. Pardon? Let's talk about the Goyal House itself. Yeah, one of the best clients. I mean, you can ask. Well, I more. want to know what was your your favorite part in in the process. Like, where 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 was fun for you while the designing was happening, while the structure was being discussed? Whole of it. You know, I you cannot pinpoint a particular part of the process or the uh, architecture in general. It's the whole experience. You know, the whole process is. Uh, very, uh, you know, exciting and, uh, uh, you know, interesting, you know, something that you, something that you, you know, live with for a long, long time. So, you're so, known for one thing, which is that you always see that how the functionality of people are there, how the people are responding, how much time they're going to be spending. So, I, I, I'd love to, I'm sure people would love to understand and know that what is the, Exercise See, that you do the to preliminary object. One of the preliminary objective of uh, architecture. It's mm. not a pure art. Mm. So, you know, it is. Uh, I mean, you know, to uh, kind of uh, do justice to the brief of the project. Every project has a brief, whether it's a house that you're designing or a you know corporate office like this or anything, hospital or a you know school or a club. It has a specific brief. Mm. Right, your design expression, uh, along with your design expression, your individualistic expression as a designer, the brief is something that should govern the project. Mm. You can't uh, kind of uh, dismiss or rather uh, com compromise with the brief of the project. You know, the nature of the work, I would say. So yes, uh, you know, functionality plays a key role. It's a, one of the most important design principles that uh, architect should and must, I would say, uh, you know, either to keep in mind. And yes, so we do, I mean, you know, do a lot of analysis uh, and derive at a brief that is kind of, you know, uh, in sync with clients' requirements and try to do justice to that. And we don't compromise with the client's brief. So yes, you can say that functionality is one of the, you know, very preliminary design principles in our work. That is when, you know, uh, if we ask 
uh, let's say if some clients, if they are approaching to design their villa or a house, then for me, their brief, their lifestyle, their uh, I would not be interested in mundane datas like uh, number of rooms they want or sizes of rooms they want. But I would, uh, you know, kind of through a dialogue and interaction, initial interactions, I would like to understand what is their lifestyle, what is their living pattern, what is their family structure, what are their social norms, how often they entertain, you know, I mean, what is their religious background. So, I mean, that's very important for me. And that gives me the clue, that data will give me the clue, what kind of a house I have to design for a particular family. So, I mean, if you follow that, I mean, you would be practically customizing a house for a particular family. Because when you say four bedroom or five bedroom villa, I mean, you can come up with n number of options. But the one that is, uh, you know, particularly, you know, customized or suitable for a family, that family can for decades live without any, you know, uh, kind of uh, regrets or, you know, any discomfort, uh, that would be, I, I would see it as a success of architecture. Something that appeals aesthetically, you know, I mean, uh, but it fails to kind of fulfill these, uh, you know, tangible aspects of a family's lifestyle is, I would not see it as a success. Mm. So much of observation, so much of research, so much of understanding uh, that it's goes. It's a psychological exercise, you know, to understand a client. So it's absolutely that's very off essential. the topic. That's but very then, essential. But then there is a lot of mental involvement that is in everything. There is a lot of uh, it thought that comes goes very, uh, you know, naturally. Uh, naturally, yeah. I think now it is easy for you See, to say it is because like when it's you, been when a long you, time. When for you, if the brief is very, I mean, such an important aspect hmm. of design then it automatically, you know, you have this, you know, you try to dig out this, you know, uh, hidden uh, data that client may not come with uh, this data. Of course, you know? they so are you have to bring it out. such things. Yes, so through Correct. dialogue, you can kind of... Uh, I mean, while know. sitting here in this, in this conversation itself, I got to know about so many such things that, that are that are in the minds of an architect while they are designing a space for me, whether it is for my work, whether it is for my house or something. As, as a layman, I wouldn't be aware that, okay, this is something which, which might give me a good energy. Maybe right. there, is, there is a good light or maybe there is a good space. Like I said. So, I mean, what you just said is so true that uh, if the house is designed with uh, keeping in mind all the basic principles of design, you know, like climate, light, ventilation, cross ventilation, you know, and you take care of the tangible aspects that I just mentioned. Uh, I think it's done. I mean, uh, you know, that is what uh, we look for in a house. It has to be warm and a pleasant environment. So, yes, choice of materials plays a great uh, role in, you know, coming up with something that is very warm and habitable. Lot of insight, lot of insight. As a student, and and I'm sure from all the people who are going to be watching this entire interview or listening to this conversation, I'd like to say thank you for thank teaching you so us much. that there is a lot of thought and heart that goes into creations. Absolutely. 
Lovely, lovely having you here. Thank you so much for giving your precious thank you. time. Thank you, Ikta. Thank you.